that's how we found insurance really so we didn't sell for six months like you said so we were upside down half a million dollars upside down from having 1.5 million dollars in the bank to being half a million dollars in debt and that's what i usually tell a lot of our agents whenever they're complaining that you know things are not working out they have 1500 dollars in the bank and it was like are you five hundred thousand dollars in debt because that's where we were and we're able to turn it around so if i can you can chill hello and welcome to the growth circle podcast with vivian and adriano this is our very first podcast guys and we're very excited for our topic today we're going to be talking about our story how we came to be how we end up here a little bit of what we're doing today and uh, what where we're trying to go right so all right honey are you ready I'm ready. I was born ready. You were born. That's my line. That's my line. You took that is me. my line. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's okay. Not, let's not fight in front of the camera. Okay. Let's not do that. All right. So a little bit about our story. So Adrienne and I met five, four years ago. What? I'm not quite sure. A few years ago. It's been a time sink ever, ever <laughs> since we started in this industry. Yeah, at the time I was I was an entrepreneur. I was running my business. Uh, I was going through a divorce at the time, so it was a very crazy time. And uh, we uh, we were both investing into cryptocurrency. So I was going through a really crazy moment. I was investing into cryptocurrency. I used to be on Telegram, uh, basically talking. Uh, you know, with people about cryptocurrency and investments and all. And somebody put us in a group chat and it was people from all over the world. And uh, we started talking to each other. And next thing you know. That was it. Here we are. <laughs> no, it, wasn't, it wasn't. Are. It wasn't really like that. Yeah. So we were we were we both met. It was totally random. And then we just clicked, you know, that chemistry. You're very fiery. And at the time I was still living in Montreal. You know, I was a structural engineer for over a decade and everything was great. And then you just destroyed every stable aspect that I had going for myself. What I meant to say is... What? You didn't destroy it. What? You, I destroyed you shook, every you sh- aspect <laughs> you had go- going for yourself? <laughs> Those are That was a terrible choice of words. You, you, you shook my foundation, is what I'm saying. Like, I was used to, like, a very... Sp- specific routine oh, i shook your foundation i guess yeah. that's better than destroy every aspect <laughs> yeah, you're going when for you're yourself. struck by lightning you have you suffer brain damage so that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of you know that's that's kind of what it is so the story is this so <laughs> you know before i destroyed every aspect he had going for himself I was living in Miami at the time. I was in the moment. At that moment, I was creating my previous jewelry line. And one day, I don't know what happened. You know, Adrian and I were talking and it was close to Valentine's Day. And I was like, okay, I need to meet this guy. So I got on a plane, went to Montreal, <laughs> and I just show up, showed up on his doorstep. <laughs> I, can't, I can't recover. People are going to think we're a joke. But that's kind of... Uh it's true. You showed up in February. What does Dario say? You're, we're jumping the gun here in the story. So you said you were coming for for Valentine's Day, and I said you're nuts. I, don't do that. You know, like I have a whole thing going on. Yeah. So don't don't do that. My brother said, you know, she's coming. Like she's crazy. <laughs> and so lo and behold, you showed up. You sent me. You were in the airport. You were in the plane. I was like, holy crap. She's actually coming. I uh, showed up, guys. 
Yeah. I came. <clears throat> I went to Montreal in the middle of winter. So, you know, you know, it's love when you get on a plane and you, you fly from Miami to Montreal in February. There's something there. Yeah. So there, you know, we spent 12 days together or whatever it was. And there was no looking back from that point. You know, it was hook, line and sinker. And then, uh, yeah, here we are. Fast forward, moved to Miami, left my my engineering career behind and the whole thing to, to start. Oh, honey. I left it behind for you. You left your career behind for me. <laughs> Aren't you proud? One of your, you know. One I of am your... very proud, but you are a COO now. So just say. Okay. Well, <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think a lot of times when people reach some kind of level of success, and I think we've, we're, we're doing that now where we have a, a, a pretty large agency that's has a lot of top performers just because we, we came from that, that, well, what I'm trying to say is whenever you see someone who's successful, it's very easy to, to say, oh my God, look at them. They're so lucky or, you know, everything in their life is perfect or man, they're just really smart and really great at what they're doing. But nobody sees the struggles that led to that point. Nobody really understands what was involved and what's continuously involved when you're trying to grow this thing or grow any business. Because what we do, I mean, we're self-employed. We have, a, we have an insurance agency. Probably should have mentioned that for those of you joining for the first time. This is the, you know, episode one of season one of our podcast of the growth circle. And yeah, so we have, you know, we have multiple businesses, but our, our main line is our insurance agency. You know, we protect about 1,500 families a month and we have a lot of top performers, like I said, but it wasn't always like that. No, to the con- To the contrary, it was like touch and go for a very long oh, time. Yeah. So just so you guys know, you know, we met in Montreal. We fell in love. Adriano did tell me he loved me before I told him I loved him. I, how? Uh, well, like we're, <laughs> we're circling back to the story again because no, I'm just trying to fast forward but, this thing because we spoke. Yeah, but, yeah, there's but, merit there. We end up falling in love, and the next thing you know, a few months later, he moved to Miami to be COO of my company. At the time, I had a jewelry line that was doing really well, but unfortunately, it was a business that I had with my ex-husband, and it's very hard when you're trying to work with your ex-husband, right? So... We end up, I end up closing that line and taking everything that we made on that company and investing into our new venture, which was our previous jewelry line, Joie de Vivre. And it was like, it was the most beautiful project you could possibly think about. We put $1.5 million into it. We put every single possible type of sweat, tears, and stress, and everything to make a, a perfect product, to make a perfect company, to make a, to make it successful. But unfortunately, whenever you are an entrepreneur, you understand that sometimes you're going to do it all and it's just not going to work out because it's not supposed to. So with that company, we opened it, we put $1.5 million, six months later, had not bring it, brought in a dime. It was interesting. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Mav, if I remember, we were like, we were working 24 hours a day trying to get that up and running. And it was such a beautiful experience because I had never worked professionally or career wise at that level. Like you go to university, you, you study engineering, you get through it. Yeah, it's stressful, whatever. You, you know, you have exams and whatnot. You start working, you start designing. There's a lot of responsibility. You're designing structures. 
But when you're when you're really truly creating something and you step into that entrepreneurial world, there's so much more that goes into it versus a nine to five or even any any university or college degree, no matter what it is, engineering, accounting, you name it, even 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 med like medicine, right? So the entrepreneurial experience is about reinvention and pouring every amount and every little bit of your soul into your project. And we did that. And we matched we sure did. We matched it with the work ethic that was required to launch such a company. That like a company like that usually has dozens and dozens and dozens of employees. We were like a two person show. And so yeah, it was it was heartbreaking when we poured our 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 life our livelihood into that project for so long and then it didn't take off. But you know, there's always a silver lining at the end of the day. And that's that's how we, we found insurance really. So we didn't sell for six months, like you said. So we were upside down. Quite like, I mean, half a million dollars upside down. It's yeah. it's not. We went from having one point five million dollars in the bank to being half a million dollars in debt, and that's what I usually tell a lot of our agents whenever they're they're complaining that you know things are not working out and they they have fifteen hundred dollars in the bank and they need to make it happen. I was like, are you fifteen? Are you five hundred dollars? Five hundred thousand dollars in debt? Because that's where we were, and we're able to turn it around. So if I can, you can chill. Uh, but yeah, that was that, I think that's, that's not to say like everybody struggles to like they only know where they are, and so that's where we come in. It's our job to tell them, hey, listen, it could be a lot worse. So you know, you're you're so much closer to recovery and thriving than we were. But oh, yeah. everybody's suffering is their own, you know. So like we 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 have to take account. We have to. I don't think a lot of people have the level of <laughs> I don't think a lot of people are at that point that they're like five hundred thousand dollars in that. It's a lot. We were and again we I wasn't a serial entrepreneur. So we had a we had other levels of of uh entrepreneurship failures on the line. And uh so I think it was January. I think it was January of two thousand twenty one. Adriana and I look at each other and we're like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to keep trying doing this. Our overhead at the time was like 250 grand a month. <laughs> you remember that, honey? I mean, yeah, I remember. Like, it was yesterday. I don't want to remember, but And I do. we were like, we had the most expensive digital marketing companies doing our marketing. We had this company that came to us and said, you guys have the best products on the market. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do this for you guys for free because there's something wrong. There's no way it's not working, and they actually put their money for the marketing on our product, and it still didn't work out. Nobody could understand why we couldn't take off. And in January, we got to that point that we we're like, okay, I mean, we have to pay the bills. COVID was hitting at the time, so we were like, we're we have to renew our our our, our rent and. Um, we don't have the money to do so. And we didn't even have the money to pay for the rent. Uh, at the time, I had two places, one in Miami and one in LA, because I was going through a divorce and I was between like a whole custody battle and stuff. And I had that on top of everything else. And next thing you know, we're like, what are we going to do here? So we just look at each other and said, hey, let's go get jobs. Like, I'll get a job. I'm a CEO. I'm a CMO. I can get a job paying, I don't know, 200, 250 grand a year. Adriano is a genius structural engineer. We can, you can get a job too. And then we started looking for jobs. I mean, yeah, it was about survival at that point. You know, like we've all been there scrounging for cash, 
you have to you need it yesterday you know the phone calls started coming in we were locked out of the apartment the our our elevator keys were shut off it it wasn't fun we laugh about you know we laugh about it now but it really wasn't fun anyone who's in that amount of stress and under that amount of pressure especially financial pressure it just spills over into every other aspect of your life like you're you're in a bad mood your health you don't feel good you want to sleep all day it's it was <laughs> I, I remember at some point i was playing a lot of um <clears throat> uh my nintendo switch i was like sitting down waiting for people to call me back remember when i was on the couch and you're like what the hell's wrong with you i'm like well i'm just i don't i'm lost i feel lost you know it's uh it's all coming back to me bits and pieces that were kind of lockered away but we decided that we didn't want to work for anybody else again so viv found her job it was gonna you know it was a great job it was gonna allow for us to more than survive and i found something that wasn't ideal but i was in the situation i was in so i was willing to accept it and <clears throat> we came across a it was an ad on zip recruiter and it was for an insurance agency uh, to become a producer uh, to to you know to get an insurance license just have insurance yeah just just have insurance guy it's just have insurance it was a night just have insurance Let's go door knock and sell insurance to people. It was it was very <laughs> very sexy, and so Viv's like, I'm nobody, gonna do this. Nobody grows up wanting to be an insurance agent. Wouldn't I? I mean, either full disclosure. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I don't know that, that needs to be disclosed. It's kind of a given fact. It's a fact, uh, and so yeah, Viv came to me and said, I don't want to go work for anyone else. I'm going to get this insurance license. And I'm gonna, we're gonna freaking kill it, and we're gonna do it. And she got her license in three days, uh, and it takes most people way longer than that. I got mine in three days as well, which was, yeah, simple, a simple process. And so we got into insurance because we knew that there was such a huge potential to build something, and we didn't, we wanted to build something. You know, we had just come from from not from building something and failing. We were like, well, we can either throw in the towel and join the rest of society or get after it. But that's way. the thing for like Adriana and I work in very different ways, right? Like I've always been an entrepreneur. Like I used to be a big actress in Brazil, but before I was an actress, I used to do all kinds of entrepreneurial things. When I was six years old, I used to go. <laughs> I used to go to concerts with my neighbor that she was a teacher and I would get autographs and I would do a little stands outside of my house at six years old and sell those autographs and I would make some money at six. So I always had that spirit in me and I was always somebody that would, I was never afraid of jumping, like jumping off the ledge because if I believed on why I was jumping, I knew I was going to find a way to fly. Adriano, however, was very different. Adriano is a structural engineer. He likes very, very secure, very safe things. So for us, it was very interesting, like how we came to, to that, because I did have a phenomenal CMO job on the table, paying $250,000, all benefits and the whole thing. But here's the catch. I had never worked for anybody in my life. So for me to go to, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to work for somebody else, even though it's a CMO, it's a, it's a C-level job, and I'm going to be making good money and I'll be able to pay for rent in both places and I'll live comfortably. For me, it was like, why would I 
do that? Like, why would I go backwards? And why would I build somebody else's empire when I can do that for us, for our families? And when we went, so when we were looking at this opportunity, we went to a corporate overview for this other company I used to work with. And we went there and there was a lot of brainwashing. There was a lot of people crying and and, and it wasn't a how a corporate overview should be. Um, but I took one thing out of it. I took the fact that I saw regular people with very different backgrounds, with no specific skills, that got into this industry and were able to come in and and they there they were talking about how they were making $250,000 in their first year, $500,000 in the second year. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, hold on a minute. I was an art dealer. I was an art publisher. I, I was I was pretty good with dealing with people. I love working with people. I love to help people. And I knew I could sell, not so much as a salesperson, but if I'm passionate about something, I knew, I knew that I could help people with that thing that I was passionate about. The other thing was when we came to this corporate overview, they were talking about what is our specialty now with mortgage protection. And I was one of those people that actually lived the, the rewards of having a mortgage protection policy. So, you know, for me, it was personal and I was passionate about what these people were doing. And so I sat in there in that room and I said, hold on, if that guy is telling me that he can make 250 grand on his first year, I mean, I can double that. And, and it's not to be cocky, but it's, it's something that it comes with confidence in yourself on something you believe on. And, uh, I came into Adriano and I said, hey, why would I take a $250,000 salary to work for somebody else? At the time, COVID was hitting and they did not want to do like work from home. I'm not going to be able to go back and forth between LA and Miami. No, no. There is a potential here that we can build something so much bigger and we can help so many people. We can help clients. We can help agents. We can help regular people change their life with this opportunity. So that's what we're doing. He didn't like that at the time. <laughs> I mean, I hated it. I mean, like we were being evicted and here we go. I was like, here we go again. Where are the guarantees that we can actually do this thing? It sounded great. Don't get me wrong. But this is coming from a guy who bought a suit in Thailand after he was taking on a whirlwind with his best friend. <laughs> well, maybe a story for another podcast, but never again. I said after that time, that, that's a good story. We should share that in an upcoming episode. Maybe I'll fly Nick down here. And we can do it like an, a side thing. But it, it, you know, jokes aside, it, I wasn't thrilled about the idea. You had turned down a job that was going to pay you a lot of money and, and mine not so much. But, you know, it was like, hey, hello, our elevator keys, our rent, our car. Oh, yeah, they turn off our elevator keys. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we, we shared that earlier. I mean, it was, it's not, it's all true. So now it's like going back to this. It's like people just see the success and they see the whole thing. And not for us. But even know? when we got into insurance, so we, so I did take the test. I just passed the test. I started selling insurance with a, a previous company, a previous broker, because we're our own company now. But my starting comp was 60%. No, and I didn't get free leads. It was 60%. I had to pay for leads. I had to pay for everything. And I didn't know better, but... At 60%, it sounded amazing to us because we could pay the bills and we survived. So it did what it needed to do. And we started there. I became the number one producer in that company within a month, month and a half. Within four months, we changed brokers. And then 
we learned that you could make well over a hundred percent, which right now what we have is you know up to one hundred forty five percent, and it was the best decision of our lives because. We have the best platform for us, the best platform for the agents. And since then, we started Adi Life. And let's fast forward. In the beginning, I was door knocking. I was working three to 10-year-old leads. I became a top producer working three to 10-year-old leads because we didn't have money for leads. And after that, there was no brand new leads available to me. So I, I had need, to work I'm, whatever was I available. Need, I need to add something here. If you're an agent or anybody in any sales field and you're complaining about people that are giving you free leads and that are continuously helping you and egging like supporting you pushing you towards your like towards success and all you're doing is complaining the leads are no good this is no good dude we were we were i was dialing 3 to 10 year old leads and Viv was killing it in the field. You know why? Because we had no choice. We were in survival mode. And that like, so when I hear all the complaints and the people who are spoiled and then they're like continuously complaining about stuff, it just, it's like, I don't want to hear it anymore because it's just a bunch of baloney. But I mean, it's just the most frustrating thing. And I, okay, I need honey. to throw that out there. You just pulled the Vivian. No, I didn't because I didn't scream first at podcast. anyone. For first podcast. I know. Is it too you soon? Got, you got to behave. Was it too soon? Yeah, we'll save it for later. <laughs> So, yeah, so I, I was in the fields. Adriano was dining for me nonstop. Uh, I was running as many appointments as I could. First month, I, I think I wrote 38 grand. By the third month, I was doing 60 grand a month. I was protecting over 60 families. Fast forward, when we started our agency uh, over here, Aria Life, I, I was pregnant. So had to go on bed rest for a few months. And then when I came back to the field, I was seven months pregnant. So I was door knocking 12 to 14 hours a day, seven months pregnant on my feet because all my leads were aged and that's all I could get. And then the baby was born. I was on the field until eight, eight days before the baby was born. And then three weeks after the baby was born, I was back on the field in person. And then after that, a few months later, I couldn't do fields anymore. <laughs> I was just like, I just found myself coming back home to see little Luca and my very, very handsome husband over here. And I just, I, I, I just started thinking, hey, why am I doing this? I am, I basically wrote the book on how to do Zoom appointments and how to help families from home. So why, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this driving? Why am I walking around with, you know, wearable, wearable pumps to, you know, get my milk out in between appointments when, you know, right, driving 300 miles a day. And that's when I decided to go back to running appointments on Zoom. And again, second best thing we've done, which was Hey, I had some of my biggest months after that. I didn't think that I could produce at a very, very high level on Zoom. Just because of everything that everybody was telling us, which was like, hey, you have to be in the field, you have to be in the field, you have to be in the field. And then when I went to Zoom, I think I have uh, my, my biggest month 
protecting families was a month that I, I protected 120 families, 100% from home, where sometimes I was breastfeeding my baby and running my appointments on Zoom. And people loved seeing the baby and the whole thing. And, and that's when we had a huge breakthrough. At the time, we were building an agency. Adriano was home with the baby uh, while I was r- running appointments, literally running, like doing recruiting calls with the baby on his lap <laughs> while I'm running appointments in the other room. The agency started growing. And then fast forwards now, we are protecting 1,500 families a month with 70 writers. We have the highest issue paid writer in the industry. The majority of our agents are extremely profitable, which is something that I don't think people address a lot. I think that within the insurance industry, there's this thing that everybody wants to talk about, submit numbers, issue paid numbers, but nobody talks about, hey, are you profitable? Are you making money? Are you protecting families? And are you providing for your family, right? So for us, it's very personal. We want to make sure that every single one of our agents are profitable and they are doing right by their by their clients. But like this thing started three years ago, guys. <laughs> So that's how fast things can change in 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 the in this in this industry. Three years ago, uh, three years and three months, I think I got my license, and we went from not being able to pay the rent, not being able to you know to know if we're gonna be able to buy food, not being able to buy leads, to having an agency protecting fifteen hundred families, and having the highest issue paid writers in the industry. Very proud of that. Very proud. Yeah, it's it's a testament, I think, to just our relentless attitude and approach to this thing. It's easy to get lost and and say there's so there's so much going on behind the scenes in order for our agents to actually thrive the way they do. You know, we have a lot of system, we have a lot of staff, we have a lot of support. Anything they need, we we have it under one roof, and we're constantly looking for ways to improve our agents' uh, success and, and their lives, of course, because that's part of our livelihood as well. And we know where we came from and we want people to to get out of whatever you know situation they're in. And that's usually why they find insurance because they're, they're looking for a new start and a fresh start. And yeah, I mean, that, that's, kind of, that's kind of the way it went. That's our story in a nutshell, a very abridged version. I mean, we can go on for a lot, for, forever so, and ever and ever. Amen. So basically, this is what happened. We met because of cryptocurrency, I flew to Montreal. I kidnapped him. He moved to Miami. We struggled the heck out of whatever business we were building. We worked through it. We kept being persistent. Yeah, English is my second language. And to this day, I still don't speak very good English. But you know, you don't need to do so if you want to be a top producer in the industry. Because, you know, they say I'm pretty good at doing this. And my English is not the, perfect. So, you see, you're all not, limitations in your mind. Your English is fine. And and we just kept persisting and we kept, you know, following our heart. And, and here we are today. And, and like, right outside of the, this door, there is about eight 20-year-old kids that are here every day now. They are pushing through and they are about to change their lives. And that's what's what's about for us. It's about, you know helping our agents really achieve whatever it is that we have. We could probably make more money with me producing on my own. I can produce at a very high level. But the question is, how much lives can we touch? I can't touch that many lives on my own. But within the amazing community that we've built within Adia Life, we can touch 1,500 lives. 
every single month. And that's what it's all about. It's about making sure that people are growing, people are finding that that one little thing inside of them that that awakes that burning desire and they're going for it and they're changing their lives like we did. A lot of people say, oh, Viv, I can't have what you have. I can't do what you do. And, you know, we have a lot of people in our, in our team today. That they, they don't even have teams. They're just producers. They are achieving exactly what we did. So very proud of that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. So thanks, everybody, for joining us on today's episode of The Growth Circle. If you want to learn more about Hashtag Team Growth and, and Aria Life Group, visit us at www.arialifegroup.com. You can find us on Instagram at Aria Life Group as well. That's our handle. Yeah, we're looking for the next top to train the next top producers in the industry. And remember that growth is a continuous progress. So, you know, keep pushing yourself, keep learning, keep growing, keep thriving. We'll catch you in the next episode.